Everyone has a story. Everyone starts somewhere. Let's go back to the beginning. Each week, we'll chat with local professionals and hear about the goals and plans they had in high school and then connect the dots to the present day. This is personal. This is all about connections. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's edition of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Senior Coordinator for MBRT's Next Generation Scholars. Well, I am particularly delighted to have our guest today. We have Mr. Justin Jenkins in the studio. Welcome. Hey there. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love it. So uh, we had a great conversation last week about some of the um, doctoral research and work that Mr. Jenkins is getting into. So I I can't wait to kind of give a little tease of that um, later in our, our show. But I, let's start with right now. What is your role right now at King County High School? Uh, right now for Kent County Public Schools, I am just uh, a math teacher in our math department. I'm the department chair uh, next year, next semester. Um, so in a week, I'm really excited to start transitioning into the math and science coach role um, that I was hired back in the summer for. Mm-hmm. Um, but just with staffing issues, I had to stay in the classroom. So I'll slowly be transitioning into that over the next week. So yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah, yeah I'm really week. excited. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I'm ready for semester two to get here. Yes. Like everybody's like, wait, I'm not ready. And you're like, no, no, no. We need this to happen yeah. right now. Time to, get, time to get through. <laughs> time to get through. Now, what, you'll still teach classes or no? Yeah. So okay. how the my day is going to look, it's I think in the mornings I'll have free and then I have my engineering class at the end of the day. So I actually won't even be teaching a math course oh, wow. in the spring. Uh, just the one section of engineering that I teach. Wow, that's going to be so different. It's going to be weird. I'm kind of sad just to, you know, I've had friends that are in the same boat with me where they're kind of transitioning out of the classroom and other roles. Yeah. And the biggest thing that they say that they miss is being in the classroom and the relationships with kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely nervous to lose that aspect of, of teaching, but I'm kind of excited for kind of a new chapter. So yeah, it's good to try something new. I, I can definitely relate when I worked in admissions, you went up. If you were there for many five yep. years, they were like, so what's your plan? Yeah. What else can you do? <laughs> what else can you do? Yeah. And in order to get a, you know, more money or, or a, you know, better title, you had you had to move up and often that meant sitting in meetings and coaching others and it it reduced the amount of time working with students and I ultimately decided I didn't like that I I liked the title and I liked the money but I did not yeah. like the actual role but at least here you're you're in, you're still in the I'm building still school-based yeah, yeah. so that's, that's the best part to where I can still build on those relationships that I have with students yes to where I'm not completely you know at the central office or at a building where I don't know any student at all and then right. I have to try to form awkward relationships because I'm not in the classroom where I can naturally kind of make those. So, yeah. you know, I'm just excited to still be here, but not necessarily in that same role that I was in previously. So, yeah, well, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a testament of the work that you've done and how, how good you are. You know, if you it's one thing to to do the work. It's another to coach people through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm excited for it. I'm really appreciative of, you know, Miss Hemsetter and kind of giving me that opportunity to do that. But I'm just... I'm I'm still ready for semester two. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're talking about moving forward, but let's take a let's go back. I like to say back to the beginning, <laughs> right? Hillary Duff style. Um, shout out to my fellow millennials and students that might not know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Do students know? I feel like some of that stuff is coming back. RJ, do you know who Hillary Duff is? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Not off the top of my head. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's... If I said Lizzie McGuire, would that mean anything to you? Uh, Emma no. shaking her it's head okay. back there. No. Okay. Yeah, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. This is this is where we are now. So, all right. Well, 
Hillary Duff. Anyway, back to the beginning. The good old days. The good old days. (laughs) So let's kind of backtrack all the way back to when you were in high school as a student. What did you think you wanted to pursue when you were a junior or a senior? Uh, So originally, I... um my CTE uh, was um, junior ROTC in high school, so it was a military program that we had mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, retired people from the military came and were instructors, you know, and we had normal class and stuff, you know, and we attended things and, you know, we learned a lot of like discipline, military standards, discipline and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first I originally thought I wanted to enlist in the military. Yeah. Um, and then they have um, summer camp opportunities to where you go to boot camp over <laughs> the summer. Um, and through doing that, I kind of realized that while I can follow directions, I don't always like being told, hey, you have to go live here now. Or, you know what? You just got comfortable. We're going to ship you to the other side of the country. So yeah. that kind of fear of being able to move, I, I knew I wanted to do something with public service. I knew I wanted to serve other people uh, for my career. Um, and, you know, like things in life, you know, like happened like in the past with parents and stuff so it's like I always knew that I could count on my teachers mm-hmm. as like role models and people that I could count on and you know have there in my corner if I needed somebody so kind of with that those two combinations of things I kind of ultimately stumbled on to teaching um, and then it was really awesome my uh, in my senior year shout out to Mr. Billings at William Penn High School mm-hmm. um, actually reached out to my other teachers to allow me to have a full day to teach in his class Oh wow! Um, to kind of just give me like a like a dry run of what it would be like to actually teach. Yeah. Um, and then that led me into um, going to Dell State for education. So it was really nice. Interesting. Maybe that's what we need to do with students here. Like, are you thinking about teaching? Cool. Here's my class. Take it. Yeah, just go ahead. And <laughs> do he it. Did. Run he, with know, it. He, he made the lesson plan and everything. Yeah. And, you know, I met with him after school like the day before. And we kind of ran through everything about, you know, what he was expecting out of the lesson. And then just said, okay, hey, Justin, here, you know, teach your peers. So, yeah. you know, that was kind of humbling. Um I still feel like that, and even through college, where student teaching doesn't prepare you for the classroom. Sure. Like, it it is a good trial run, um, but nothing beats standing in front of, you know, 15, 20, 30 faces of kids that are expecting something out of you, (laughs) and you're trying to figure out what you're doing the day before. Right. You know, so I think it's just that, that was like a humbling experience kind of going into college and then kind of through college, so. Yeah. Do you remember what you taught that first lesson? Um, Any idea what the topic was? In high school, I think... It was so. So I originally, I'm a math teacher now. Um, I originally started out to want to go to school for social studies. Uh, you know, I, I loved history. I was yeah. a big history guy, still am. Um, and you know, through meeting with people, they were like, "Hey, there's not really a lot of social studies jobs." So I kind of transitioned out of that. But I, I want to say it was something with World War Two. Yeah, I think that's the lesson we were on. Yeah, um, and we kind of went through with that. But cool. I feel. You know, you mentioned Lizzie McGuire. I'm, yeah. I'm getting old now, so it's like, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. It's such a long time ago now. Um, that's funny because I wanted to be a social studies teacher. That was my yeah. pathway, too. Yeah. Yeah. And for I'm very grateful for my college experience freshman year got us in with teachers. Like, it, we didn't have to wait until junior or senior year. And I learned about how, you know, social studies could be yep. history or it could be psychology or it could be economics it could be government and I was like wait a minute I just like history I don't want any of the other things and learned a little bit about like classroom politics and building yeah. politics and I was like I don't think I want to do this <laughs> yeah. I think and, and that's the best part where I, I'm I'm really happy that I ultimately kind of landed on math and picked that because yeah. there is no discretion you yeah. know if you you know there's uh, you know all the problem solving the thinking that goes into solving math you know kids always think math is just numbers or fractions um, but there are some of those other skills of that problem solving and things and application. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, 
X is going to equal six, no matter which way you look at the problem. I can do a multitude of different things to solve that. Yeah. But, you know, to me, social studies, just, it can be vague, you know, depending on what article you use or what point of view you're trying to promote. Like, it's a gray area. So for me, math, it's nice. It's very logical. It's like, hey, this is the answer. And then we're moving on. So yeah. that's, that's a nice part. All right, RJ, you ready? I'm going to drop another one. All right. So math is the same in every language. <clears throat> mean Girls. Have you heard, seen that? Lindsay Lohan? No, that oh. is not one. We that wear I've... pink on Wednesdays? We wear pink on Wednesdays. Emma's no. nodding her head. Yes, she That's knows right. that one. <laughs> I know the movie, but I just, nope. No, got no. it. Okay, right. it's fine. Just the just millennial go anthem. go home, Google it, <laughs> and then throw it on Netflix. Math is the same in every language. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it is true. I mean, with, with other, other subjects, I mean, I... I feel for English teachers because it's just so there's so much grading papers mm. I I would cry at night if I had to grade <laughs> you know 20 page 20 papers for however many pages they're writing like shout out to Miss Walters for like oh grading gosh. senior papers like yes. I couldn't do it yeah I could not could not grade senior papers it takes the a length lot. that they have to be I could couldn't happen yeah no I I've sat on the side with students like helping them to edit it and I'm like oh my gosh there's how many of you in this class right and, she has and to that's do this one of times, times yes however many however so many. I couldn't could not imagine that as a workload oh my gosh well all right so then you were still sold on teaching after being pushed in front of the classroom you're like yes I still want to do this and you pursued and you you went on to went on to college yep. now we have had conversations about this before you're a first generation college student yeah I am yeah. so my um uh, neither of my parents uh went to college they mm-hmm. both finished high school mm-hmm. um so out of my like immediate family i was the first one um, yeah. i have some kind of distant relatives that have gone through um gone to college but out of my immediate family i'm the first one to yeah. go to school so that's so cool and so nobody really there to say hey this is what you do or this is how you're supposed to do it or yeah it you know i had you know again really great teachers in yeah. school that helped me um i had uh one of my rtc instructors his wife was um one of our essentially like a guidance counselor, a school counselor mm-hmm. at Dell State where I where I went. Mm-hmm. So and she over was a part of the education department where I was going. Oh great. So I kind of already had like a foot in the door with her. So yeah. I feel like where I would have struggled or most kids would have struggled, I kinda had that luxury because I could just call her and say, Hey, you know, they're asking for this information, where do I find that? Or, you yeah. know, how do I apply for this? Um and I kinda had that that kind of luxury really to to have her um and answer those questions and, and those things. So yeah, now was it because of teaching that you knew you had to go to college, or before you were thinking more military? So what sort of made you decide, like, yes, I'm definitely going to go to college just because of teaching? Um, yeah, because because of teaching, yeah. I knew I could see that in school that the kids that were graduating ahead of me, the ones that were, you know, were really successful, were the ones going into the military, a trade school or some type of college or higher education mm-hmm. and not just going straight into the workforce. So I knew I wanted to do something. I, I knew I had to do something post high school. I knew I couldn't just go and work somewhere and mm-hmm. then figure it out later. So um, then kind of landing on teaching and then um, that same relationship with my RTC instructor and his wife, kind of leaning on them really pushed me in that direction. Um, and then ultimately, I, you know, I went to Dell State, graduated in four years and then stumbled on a pond of little old Kent County. So <laughs> Yeah. And then worked towards your masters and now Yeah, now I'm uh I graduated from my from Salisbury uh with my masters back in the spring mm-hmm. and then now I'm actually starting my doctorate uh with Booby State um this past October. So I'm pretty excited with that. So that's amazing. Yeah. So from first generation college student to in school in doctorate program. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah and it's yeah. 
it's it's nice um it's kind of cool to see that you know you said in the beginning kind of like that looking back and kind of taking time to make those reflections and just look back and it's like man i really came from that and now i'm sitting here teaching kids yeah, right um, yeah. and you know trying to help them become better people where i had those same adults in my life you know a decade ago cough cough uh <laughs> of you know <laughs> we, we won't say time uh <laughs> But, you know, having those adults in my life, you know, I think that's the best part of just, you know, forget the doctorate, forget the master's, like just being here to be there for kids that may or may not need it, you know, like yeah. like I did yeah. when, I, when I was in high school. So, And the cool thing now is with you moving into this coach position, you're going to get to be that person for new teachers or teachers that need a mentor. You know, I think that's the thing that's often missing in professional careers. Every Everybody needs a mentor. Everybody needs somebody that they can lean to. Even after going through college or trade school, you still need somebody to be like, hey, what am I doing? Yeah, they, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's it's funny you bring that up because in the last doctor class we had, one of the big topics that we that we centered around was, you know, a fourth of your workforce leaves because there is no mentor or yeah. someone to invest in them. So to kind of be that person still for the kids, but now for the adults that come mm-hmm. in as well, sometimes I feel like education is too much trial by fire. And yeah. then the fire kind of ultimately burns those people out mm-hmm. pretty quickly. So I think if just... You know, I think it's great that as a school system, we're able to add these supports in for those people. Yeah. Um, and then I'm even more fortunate to be that support for other people. So I'm just, like I said, I'm just really excited to kind of start to push in and transition to that role. So, yeah, you might not know. I mean, I, I one of the things I like to do on the show is sort of get a sense of what people do day to day. Like, what are your what are your priorities or what do days look like? And I know you don't necessarily know that for your new role, but what do you anticipate your day looking like? Um. You know, we have a number of new math and science teachers, so yeah. that'll be, you know, uh, Miss Bachman is upstairs with English and social studies, and I'm her counterpart for uh, math and science. So just to be able to start working with those new teachers that may or may not have had as much support as they either needed or, you know, couldn't receive in that in this first semester, um, is really just to start to work with them as much as I can. And then as we kind of transition, as I transition more into that role, just again, working with Miss Bachman for other professional development opportunities that we can mm. provide for staff yeah. or, you know, um, she, a lot of her time has been focused around Trojan time, like our intervention program, mm-hmm. um, and just being able to assist her in that, uh, the best that I can kind of coming in a little late. Um, we actually have a meeting tomorrow to kind of start the whole, Hey, how can I help you? Because you've been kind of like a one man band for, you know, half of the year. So how can I, how can I help make up for that lost time? So, yeah, it's nice that you'll have somebody else to like <clears throat> kind of lean on a little bit for support. So you can support each other to support other people. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and it's, you know, there were up until this year, we didn't have any coach or assistant position mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, we're kind of like anything else in education, we're building the plane as we're flying it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, <laughs> just uh, in that regard. So we're kind of, you know, she's kind of laid a lot of that found work um, foundation already. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to be able to help her keep building from there and see, you know, what can be accomplished with, you know, this role. It's only a grant position for this year and next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully with enough data, we'll be able to track and say, you know, these two position, positions are needed in the building. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to stay in these roles past, um, you know, 23 and 24 school year so yeah yeah so. I understand that I, I work on a grant as well so we yeah. always are in August it's like what's yeah, gonna stress happen time. Stress time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we we actually didn't have contracts until like the day before school started and I jokingly said to my my boss I was like so do I show up tomorrow yeah, like, do, <laughs> what do I do how, how does that how does that work how does that work <laughs> like I knew it was gonna happen so like wait, I think we knew it was gonna happen but it was like 
so what am I doing here? <laughs> like, yeah, and that's going? a fear is like, yeah, I might wake up tomorrow unemployed. Like, I don't know. Oh like, how is this, how is this going to work of, you know, luckily be, being an employee of the school system, mm-hmm. I would have to find another position to teach. Right. But that could be here. That could be at the middle school. That could be. Would you go to you elementary know, school? Are you elementary or no? So no, I'm only, I'm only Secondary. certified up through. So I don't, you know, knock on wood, I wouldn't go to the <laughs> elementary school. No, no, not to elementary school, but little kids not your thing. frighten me. Yeah. Uh, so I prefer <laughs> like big kids like RJ where they're practically adults Yeah. Um, and just kind of working with them that way. So I feel like those seniors are kind of like working with kindergartners. I'm not going to lie. Except they're older and they drive. Like that's the scary uh, part. That's the really scary, that's part. The scary part. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, power to elementary teachers for sure. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> uh, so in your, I mean, I know we're talking a lot about like, you know, in your new role, maybe this will happen, maybe not. But do you anticipate like connecting with parents more or do you feel like you connect with parents a lot now in um, your role as a teacher? I feel like in the in the role as a teacher now, I, I talk to parents a lot more than I think I will in this new role mm-hmm. uh, because I'll be more instruction based. Uh, my interactions will be more daily with the teachers yeah. than it will be. You know, I still have that one class like we talked about. So right. I'll still have those. I think it's about 19 students that I'll still interact with those students and, you know, their parents. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I don't foresee a lot of, you know, interaction with parents. You know, I don't know what my role is going to consist of as we get closer to graduation, as we get closer to those events that are coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a a TBD on, you know, what that's going to look like when we get to, you know, April and May um, here at the high school. So what would your ideal day look like? If you had all the the funding was, if if there was no like direction or all the funding in the world, that's like my favorite question. (laughs) I would come in every day and just have a big cup of coffee and just walk around and talk to kids. Yeah. That would be like the (laughs) ultimate goal. I'd send Emma on a Dunkin' Donuts run and then have her. Can I get (laughs) in on that? (laughs) Come back and and bring me some coffee. No, um, I think the, I just, I still want to be in classrooms. Like I know, I know it's a new role, but it's just, you know, I think people, still underestimate just how powerful that relationship is with kids in a classroom mm-hmm. you know and I don't I don't want to I don't want to shy away from that I don't want to you know like I said I have friends that are you know at at the central office now mm-hmm. not even just here in other schools or they're moving into other support roles where they don't have the interaction with kids in classrooms so you know for me having that luxury I still want to be around kids in classrooms and you know helping them learn and figure out life because ultimately that's what high school is about yeah it's not just the you know your four core classes and some electives so mm-hmm more figuring out like how do you fit into this grander scheme or like what what interests you what are you excited yeah. about yeah you know, figure it out like that's why it's great to see rj where you know i had rj in a math class and mm-hmm. that's a small snippet of his life but now you know he's here he's he has his own segment for the radio yeah like, things like that and like that's a transition where i think it's the best part about working at a high school is just seeing those transitions especially when you have them as freshmen or sophomores and then now rj is a junior where it's like man like look at you like you're literally running a whole radio segment right now mm-hmm. like that's awesome so just just to kind of see that and growth in the kids like that's the biggest thing I don't want to get away from so yeah it's it's so wild like the seniors now I've known since seventh grade right. and I'm like they're talking about driving and all these things like you're 12 do you want to hold my hand across the street that's right. be good that's, or- <laughs> right. that's like this this first group is the um first group that I coached all the way through for football yeah so it's like oh seeing seeing those guys graduate or you know oh. that last game was painful because you know you know we lost in the playoffs and then you know that's it right like these guys are done so it's like you know we built these four years of a relationship with these guys Mm -hmm. it's like man this is it like you're done yeah you know and just kind of going through that but you know i still think it's those 
is those relationships that in you know in 15 years you know I want to hear oh Mr. Jenkins is that you in the grocery store yeah you know and then see RJ coming up to me in the future <laughs> and be like hey man this is what I'm doing now or like hey this is my wife and kids yeah like those like, kinds gosh, of things where that's the know, weirdest no thing. rush RJ no no, rush. no please my gosh <laughs> it's the weirdest thing like we so I recruited for Washington College before working with students here and I've like been to their weddings and like in in their weddings yeah. and it's like this is super weird like I have and those were adults when I met them so it's right still weird and I, and I have some like I have some students now that you know like uh my wife and i have uh she's a year and a half now Mm -hmm. um so she's an 18 month old and some of my former students have a kid about the same age so Mm -hmm. i theoretically could be going to like birthday parties that my child's in attendance of with like a former kid that i taught so it's like that scares me you know like we know it's county it's a you know it's a small place to live right but it's just you know they could be going to the same in the same grade yeah. preschool like parent all teacher that. night it's, you're there and you're like hey we're like uh, you yeah so yeah. you know those kinds of interactions are i'm not ready for that yet you're right <laughs> you're like hold on and maybe when you see them like hey i have this math question for you like get out of paper and pencil right now <laughs> yeah do you remember <laughs> that would be really funny really funny through your experience here working with students have you ever encountered anybody that wanted to pursue teaching math or engineering that you remember i know there's definitely been plenty of um, people that wanted to do elementary ed. I know okay. that's usually like the big, um, like a big segue into elementary ed. I'm trying to think of, and I know I'm, I'm missing like one or two kids off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I, I know we brought up like Giuseppe about yes. like the program. Yeah. Um, like he was kind of would be a, a really good um, like advocate for that, that program that yes, um, I'm doing for my doctorate. But, you know, as far as just math, like I know we had, um, Caitlin Beck. I don't know if she was a next gen no, student, I but name, I know though. she was going to Salisbury. I don't mm-hmm. know if she still is for education, but I know awesome. she was going to be a middle school math teacher actually. But oh, wow. I don't know if that's still that um, was the idea at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. That's so neat. Well, speaking of the work that you're doing right now with your doctorate, so we had a conversation last week and yep. um, really interested. You know, with next generation scholars, a lot of them are first generation college students or will be first generation. So we were kind of diving into this really cool idea that was presented to you um, that you're going to be kind of researching. So do you want to share a little bit more about that? Yeah. So essentially what the program would do is take our students who are on free introduced meals and essentially give them an opportunity to go to college for free. Mm -hmm. Um, So they would go and they would pick any major that they wanted and they would get a free education out of it. Mm -hmm. But the only deal is they would have to come back to their LEA or local education agency, which would for us would be Kent County and come back and they have to work here for a minimum of three years. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like that caveat of, yes, you're getting this free degree, but now you have to come back and you have to work for us to kind of, in a way, they, you know, they still make a salary, but you know, we want the benefit of you getting this experience and this education and coming back for that. So, um, you know, it could be, you know, an accounting degree and they would minor in secondary math mm-hmm. and then they would go and they could work and teach a couple of math classes here and then they could go to the board office and maybe help with the accounting department or, you know, someone like RJ, if he went and he got, you know, a journalism degree or a broadcasting, you know, he could go and do that, come back here, you know, teach a couple of classes, maybe work with just Mr. Singleton all day, mm-hmm. you know, and see like how that would work. And then at the end of that three years, hopefully they would go and still stay in Kent County and right. hopefully apply, you know, their experience here with their, you know, whatever they did for career wise. Um, and then, or even better if they just stayed with Kent County, right. Cause we kind of put out some of those funds for that position, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully choose to stay here ultimately. But, you know, just 
essentially it's just going to create one big ecosystem for you know we always talk about you know teacher shortage you know this kind of attacks that problem it Mm -hmm. talks about unemployment in the county it kind of attacks that problem Mm -hmm. and it's a way where we're kind of putting no pun intended like our money where our mouth is where you know we're putting kids in school and they're coming back and working for us as a county not just the public school system so you know it's what ways you know i'm looking into ways that you know how can we get Dixon involved? How can we get, you know, the YMCA involved and mm-hmm. all those other businesses that make up Kent County, mm-hmm. you know, and try to really make it a, an entire county effort, not just a school system and one particular college. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working through that right now. And that's been the challenging part of just all the different pieces that could happen, mm-hmm. how to actually make that really come to fruition in Kent. So, yeah, I love the idea. I think it's fascinating and it's it's cool for for students. Like, for example, we keep bringing up Giuseppe. I feel like I talk about him all the time, but he came back in. So he's in his second year um, for architecture at University of Maryland College Which, that's Park. That's insane. He's a sophomore already. I that know. Is, that point is crazy. Uh, I know. And so he came back into an eighth grade STEM class last mm-hmm. year and led a STEM challenge. Yep. And it was like a celebrity was walking through those halls. I mean, they were all like, hey, Giuseppe. And I had to like pull him in. To, like, we have to start now. Like, we need to get in the classroom. He can talk to y'all. He can sign autographs later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it felt that way. It just, but they were so excited to see him. He would be the perfect candidate for that where... You know, based off, you know, home, financial situation, whatever, you know, he would have that ability to where, you know, he'd go to school for free Mm -hmm. and, you know, he's going to school for engineering and he could easily come back and work with Mr. King for engineering. Sure. You know, that's opportunity to where in my project I could foresee maybe getting like Dixon involved or where part of his time would be spent there. Yeah. You know, and then we always need good math teachers. So, you know, that's always like another avenue to get him in the classroom. So, just I feel like it attacks kind of all those areas. Um, so I'm really excited to see more about what this looks like. So Yeah, that's so cool. And bringing somebody into the school district who already has a connection to Kent County, I think is big. That's a huge, That's I, th- I think that's a hard, it's if you're not from cred, here. Right? It's, right. it's a street cred. It's yeah. like, oh, you, you, you were in the same rooms that I've been in? Like You, you grew up in the same, same neighborhood? Same neighborhood. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I think that adds, especially with how small we are at Kent, mm-hmm. you know, I think it adds a lot of credibility to the word that Giuseppe would come back, you know, if, if he's if he is that kid, mm-hmm. you know, so when he says things, it holds more weight than mm-hmm. just me where, you know, I'm some random guy that moved here from Delaware. You right. know what I mean? So, right. you know, now I've kind of established, you know, where it's like, okay, Mr. Jenkins, I, I get what you're saying, but, yeah. you know, I'm this is my seventh year here in, in Kent County. So, you know, it's some time to kind of build on that. So, yeah, it's, but it's crazy. Like I'm, I'm coming up on almost 20 years in King County and I'm st- I'll still never be from here. Married somebody from here, still yep. will never be from nope. here ever, ever. It's like, but people associate you like... They, what they family don't, are you from? Exactly. Who, who are you to? Yes. And it, they, they're wanting to know who my mother-in-law and father-in-law are. Yep. And I'm like, okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but thank goodness they're good people. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, <laughs> Married into the good family. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank goodness. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is, that's a very... that people want to know where you're from and and that that's a big a big deal here so having students that are from here grew up here and have family it's rooted yep. here coming back and teaching like they have this degree now and they can come back and teach and that's really cool yeah and i again i just think it's that whole that whole debate of you know are we actually using our resources wisely you know mm. right now as a school system you know across the state we have a huge influx of grant money because of you know cares and ESSER like everything post COVID mm-hmm. and you know how are we you know improving our education system based off that you know I feel like right now it's just like it's a hotbed for good change in education instead of here's an online program let's see mm-hmm. if this works you know and kind of yeah. getting away from just 
band-aid fixes so yeah that's ex- well it sounds like it's an exciting time for you to be diving into this research and also moving into this new role where you'll have you'll you'll have your finger on the pulse of all of those things happening that you can share with other staff members too yeah and I, cool. I just I, fi- I think finally being in that role like it's hard being in the classroom right now because some things I don't see from a different lens like mm-hmm. I only see from I'm a teacher I have 20 kids in front of me I have my lesson plan I have intervention this you know I have this differentiation plan for that mm-hmm. you know I don't get to see the building as a whole as much as somebody some other teachers do yeah. or some other staff members do so I definitely think kind of making this transition will make it a little bit I wouldn't say easier but I have the availability to kind of see those things more so yeah oh that's so exciting well TikTok, we got about a week here right i know i know (laughs) so exciting well before we end and and dive back into rj's show um what advice do you have for students that are now seniors and graduating in like five months four months five months just one piece of free advice man you gotta take time for yourself yeah i know that's it's like the the hard part of you know you have like you know right now i um you know i've worked during the day i have an 18 month old at home Mm -hmm. i have a doctorate program that i'm doing like i just finished coaching football like a couple months ago so it's like all these different avenues that you know you're kind of getting pulled in you know it's that whole you know that they tell you on a plane, like you have to put your oxygen mask on first. So mm-hmm. kind of take that idea of, you know, put on your oxygen mask, take that time that you need for yourself, but still kind of keep up with, you know, all the things that, you know, you get into as you transition to being a real adult. I haven't yeah. figured out what it is to be a I real know, adult right? yet, but as you, if you guys let me figure out first, please let me know. Man, that that's like the first thing I tell students when I'm working with them. Like, we nobody knows what they're doing. Let's I'm almost start 30. There. I'm figuring it out. Yeah. Like, I'm still no. trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> we sort of just figure it out as we go along, right? We sort of make up we the rules as we go along. We look a lot better at just faking like we know what we're yes, doing now. Yes, yes. If you put on a suit and you have a planner, you look like you know what you're doing. Right. Even though you're clueless. Totally clueless. <laughs> we're sort of figuring it out, I guess. A little Slowly. bit. One, one step at a time. One step at a time. Um, well, I guess as a, a, a parting note, what are you going to miss most about having a full class, a full teaching schedule? Oof. What am I going to miss? I'm, I'm going to miss papers to grade. Totally. No, oh my um, gosh. Uh, Stop. I think, again, I think the biggest thing that I'm going to miss the most is just the kids. Um, you Emma's know, like me. Miss harassing Emma every day in math class first period, even though I'm her favorite. Um, you know, just small things Uh-oh, like that. We got just, Mr. Singleton over here. I'm ready to see that. Just um, just being able to be with the kids more. You know, ultimately yeah. at the end of the day, none of us would be employed if it, if it weren't for them. True. So just being able to be with them as much as possible. Um you know, I, I think that's still just a, a big thing. So, yeah. Well, I hope you're still able to come on some field trips with us. Hey, you know, whatever you need. <laughs> Mr. Jenkins is always the best on a field trip. He's You've got this loud coach booming voice that I can be like, can you just tell everybody we need to get back on the bus now? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing, I, I feel like I tell people this all the time, is when you go in the in the hallway at the end of the day and you're like, the bus is leaving, even though the bell just rang and kids are running. And I'm like, just this rang. is so funny. But hey, sense of urgency, people, sense of urgency. The we bus is leaving. Places to go. <laughs> uh, that's that's like how I think of it. That's so funny. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, and hopefully we'll have you back after you settle into your new role a little bit. Yeah, thank you for having yeah. me. I appreciate you guys. Awesome. Well, that is our show for this week. Stay tuned. Next week, we will have Genevieve from Rebuilding Together on the show to talk about some of their projects and volunteering and all those good things. Um, but next, we've got RJ coming back with his hour, hour of music. Hour? Um, yeah. Lifetime of music. Playlist. Your playlist. I love yeah. it. Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> 
91.5 WKHS Wharton.